This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Chris Brooks here, and I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Did you know that we are funded by the generosity of listeners just like you? As we approach the end of this year, would you please consider giving a special gift to this ministry? Just call 888-644-4144 or give at equipradio.org. Please enjoy the following pre-recorded encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am thrilled that you have tuned in today. Why don't you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. With that, I want to welcome you into what will be a very helpful edition of Equip for those of us who are raising and who love dearly teen girls, our daughters, our granddaughters. Maybe you are in youth ministry, student ministry work, and you care deeply about the next generation of girls. And you have noticed, like I have, the rising crises of worry and anxiety that seems to be an epidemic for this generation. How do you raise daughters that are brave, that are confident, that have the ability to overcome this uh, sense of despair that has gripped their generation? That's what we're going to talk about today. And we have invited on uh, one of the leading experts when it comes to uh, girls and how to raise strong, confident, and emotionally healthy girls I couldn't be more thrilled to have Sissy Goff with us today. She has spent most of her days counseling girls and their families. Since 1993, Sissy has worked as the Director of Child and Adolescent Counseling at Daystar Counseling Ministries. Uh, She speaks to parents and children's ministries across the country and is a frequent guest on various media outlets. And uh, I am so thrilled to have her here on Equip to talk about her book, Brave, A Teen Girl's Guide to Beating Worry and Anxiety. Sissy, how are you? I'm good. I'm so honored to be with you, Chris. It is great to have you. How do you feel when you hear someone read your bio to know that you've been counseling at Daystar since 1993? Old. (laughs) experience experience (laughs) that's kind that's very kind (laughs) but just to give our listeners a scope how many families will you and daystar care for like uh, kind of what's the current reality for you guys we have 13 counselors on staff at daystar and i think currently we have 2,000 families that are coming for counseling wow Wow, that's that's a lot of families. Every year you're listening to them and um, and caring for them. And I know you have a huge heart for it. As I come to this conversation, I come both as a radio host but also as a parent. Uh, the proud dad, my heart burst with pride over all of my children, but my three daughters in particular, Zoe, Sophia, and Christiana. And uh, it, yet also recognizing, man, the world that they are facing is so full of anxieties, worries, and doubts. I also know that my parenting contributes 
to how healthy they are or are not. And so I want to have this conversation kind of raw and honest. I want to invite others into this conversation as well. As always, this is interactive. So the phone number, if you are also the parent of the mom or the dad or the grandparent, or maybe even, again, ministry leader who cares deeply about the next generation of girls, why don't you give us a call? 877-548-3675. In particular, if your teen girl, your sweet teen girl is facing anxieties uh, and you're concerned about equipping her to beat worry and anxiety in her life to defeat those foes, why don't you give us a call? 877-548-3675. So talk about Brave. How did that come about? Well, it's kind of, it's evolved definitely over time, pre-pandemic. Well, in all these years of counseling kids, you know, it's so fascinating to see the changes that have happened. And you said it, Chris, I mean, the things that girls, kids in general, but girls particularly are facing today, it's just staggering to watch. And the rates, I mean, I think in the past five years, the rates of anxiety in kids went from one to eight to one to four to now one in three. And so I was, wow. before the pandemic, watching this happen in the lives of kids and families, and girls are twice as likely to deal with anxiety as boys. And, and so sitting in my counseling office, I just kept thinking, what can I do? I mean, th this is skyrocketing. It's now an epidemic in America. What can I do beyond the walls of my counseling office to help kids and families? And, and so in the midst of that time when God was stirring that in my heart, my editor reached out and we have a book called Are My Kids on Track? And I had a section about anxiety in girls. And he said, hey, Sissy, I'm just wondering if you would ever write a book for young girls about anxiety. And being the therapist that I am, and exactly, you said something just like this, Chris. But my response immediately was, only if I can write one for parents. And so... <laughs> In the six months before the pandemic started, I wrote a book for elementary age girls called Braver, Stronger, Smarter, and one for parents called Raising Worry-Free Girls, and just was so grateful that I had that to put in people's hands as we all became more anxious when things shifted. And then fast forward a few months, and of course, I'm not in my office counseling because we're stay at home in Nashville at the time, and I'm on my Zoom, looking at these kids through my computer screen and the population I then became most worried about was adolescents. Yes. And so in the, I mean, literally, I've never done this before, but I wrote Brave in six weeks because I just wow. felt like I've got to get something into their hands because I was so worried about them. Well, it's a gift to us. And just for those who maybe don't have the book, it is really a wonderful kind of three-in-one book. On the one hand, you're going to help girls to understand their emotions better, but you're also giving space to journal or to draw. There's uh, places where there are key critical questions that are asked. Talk about just what went into the layout of this book and what people can expect. Well, all three books kind of have the same layout because it feels so integral to what I'm doing in counseling. And I jokingly say in it, this is to keep folks from being in my office or offices of other yeah, counselors because 
Yeah, exactly. There are so many practical things we can do at home to change the course of things for these girls. And so it's broken down into three sections. It's understanding. So talking about really what is anxiety? How do we recognize it? Because often we're not aware that that's really what's going on in our lives as grownups. And the girls certainly aren't aware of it. And then moving towards help and giving some really practical wheels on the ground. This is what you can do in the moment when you start to feel anxious and then moving towards hope because ultimately that's where we want to land. As you said in the introduction, you know, our faith is what changes us. And so if we talk about all the practical things in the world, but miss that, I think we're just treating the symptoms. And so wanting to have kind of an undergirding of where does faith really make a difference in terms of their worry and their anxiety and their emotions in general? And so bringing all three of those factors in felt really important to me. I want to encourage folks, again, the phone number 877-548-3675. It's a gift to have Sissy on with us today. She has spent uh, her life, her adult life, counseling girls. And so she understands teen and adolescent girls uh, just about better than anybody you'll meet. And that's a humbling thing if you're a parent because we all think we have a PhD in our kids. But sometimes you need somebody who's an expert who has talked to not just one set of kids, uh, but many, many children and has uh, insights to share with us about how we can help them to overcome anxiety and worry. This book really is, just one more point about the book, really is written for teens. Uh, and so I do want parents to understand that when you're putting it into the hands of your teens, it's really going to speak to their heart directly. You said something that was intriguing to me. Why the difference between worrying and anxiety uh, among girls versus boys? Why is there a difference there? Well, I think there are a lot of factors that go into that. One is pressure. I mean, I have never sat with girls who talk about feeling the pressure to excel in every area of life. You know, 90s aren't okay anymore. They're talking about feeling like they have to make 104, you know, with yes. extra bonus things and and be the best at every athletic endeavor they're pursuing and, and the artistic. I mean, you know, get the starring role in the play. I mean, it's just every pocket where they can feel pressure. I think they're feeling pressure today. That's part of it. Girls, I read a study and have found this very much to be true. I hate to say this to you, Chris. You can tell me I'm wrong. But the study said that when something goes wrong in a boy's world, he often blames someone else. And when something goes wrong in a girl's world, she blames mm. herself. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think that's part of the pressure that they're feeling is not only do I have to get it right, but if I don't get it right, something's wrong with me. And so I've got to push that much harder. And so that's a huge piece of it. And then, you know, I think, too, we could certainly spend a lot of time talking about technology and social media, and that is definitely contributing to it as well. Yeah, I think that the uh, technology and social media uh, reality is uh, an overwhelming influence, but it is interesting for us to know. And, and the fact of the matter is some things we just won't understand, but the statistics fully bear out that our daughters are more susceptible to anxiety and worry uh, than, uh, than our sons. And it doesn't mean it's not real for both, but it does mean we need to be acutely aware of this uh, among teen girls. That's why I brought yes. Sissy on. Okay, with that introduction, Sissy, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, I want to begin to talk about 
some of these worry words that we need to be aware of, why ignoring uh, anxiety is not a solution, trying to simply uh, keep an optimistic and positive attitude and pretend and make believe that it's not real is not helpful. Let's talk about body image and uh, how we help our daughters with that uh, and how we help her to overcome a, uh, a troubled heart and, uh, and, and so much more. We're going to take your questions at 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. If you are the mom, the dad of a daughter, and you want her to be brave, you want to know how to raise a brave daughter, you call us today. If you are the step-parent and you're wondering, how do I navigate through the anxieties and the difficulties of these teen years, you give us a call. Grandparents as well, 877-548-3675. We'll be right back. This daily program is fully devoted to coming alongside listeners like you to give you the tools needed for a successful walk with God. As one of our loyal listeners, would you be willing to become an equipper? Your monthly contribution will be applied to equipping others all across the country. Plus, as an equipper, I'll send you regular emails that contain brief pastoral messages prepared just for you. To become an equipper now, call 888-644-4144 or go online to equipradio.org. On Equip, we tackle the tough issues, and there sure have been many this past year, but we continue to confront them with the relevant biblical truth of the gospel. As we turn to a new year, will you join our Christ-centered approach by becoming an AutoGift monthly partner? Keep Equip on the air in your community and across the nation. Your $30, $50, or $85 a month gift will make a huge difference in this new year. Equip yourself and make a difference for Christ and His kingdom at the same time by calling 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. You know, earlier I talked about the Equipper Encouragement email that we send out twice a month to our monthly partners. And I failed to mention that if you are not currently a monthly partner and you'd like to receive these encouraging emails and special messages for me, you like to learn what it means to be a monthly partner, all you have to do is dial this number, 888-644-4144. Can you do that now? 888-644-4144. We love for you to be a part of the Equip family. Uh, your prayerful and financial support allows us to be here each and every day, and uh, it's such an encouragement to us in our planning. So, our commitment is to provide biblical and practical answers to the tough issues of our day. Please partner with us at 888-644-4144. Today, my guest is uh, Sissy Goff. I love this uh, statement of endorsement from Annie Downs, Sissy. She says this, Sissy Goff is unquestionably the expert in helping young women identify their strengths and areas of need. That's pretty strong words of affirmation. So kind and gracious. I love Andy Downs. She is awesome. Well, uh, obviously, so many think you are as well. And we're going to take calls. Many are coming in from around the country at 877-548-3675. Let's talk about the key ingredient to raising confident girls. You know, I've heard so much advice given around this that maybe it's me as a dad making sure I'm affirming her on a regular basis. Uh, maybe it's my wife and just the modeling that she does. What is the answer to raising a confident daughter? 
Whoo, that is like the million dollar question, Chris. I, I mean, I think you are so important and I think you have a voice as a dad. I think dads have this amazing ability to instill confidence in their girls and help them feel really capable without some of the intensity that we can bring to the table as women. We just are intense and can't help ourselves sometimes. And you have this remarkable way of pushing them with a sense of playfulness mixed in. And so I think you contribute significantly to it in that. I think mom's relationship with her and how moms that are listening, I mean, I just think you're investment in her, your time in her, your enjoyment of her is huge in terms of what she believes is true about herself and your own perspective on who you are. Your sense of confidence as a woman, I think, is going to lend itself to her feeling more confident too. And then, I mean, I think one of the biggest apart from that is I feel like well, let me say two. One is I think all girls need to be delighted in. Just big picture, girls are so relational and they derive so much self-image from the way that other people view them. And so I think at every age, if we delight in girls, they feel more delightful. And so to figure out what that looks like, which is harder for teenagers because sometimes they're not as delightful. And so we've got to press in and pray for a lot of hope and kindness and compassion and stick-to-itiveness, if that's even a word for us in the midst of that. But I think that sense of delight plus, I really think with adolescence, well, girls of all ages, but I think adolescence, we need to be asking questions. We need to be Well, really empathy and questions. I love both of those things. But I think we too often still in their teenage years are giving them the answers. We're putting things together, connecting the dots for them. And when we do that, I think they don't believe we think they're capable of figuring it out. Whereas when we ask questions, we're implying, you've got it. Like, I believe that you are capable of getting through this, working this out. Even if we're not as confident as we sound, I think questions imply capability, and capability is linked to confidence for girls. So one of the occupational hazards that my daughters have to deal with is that they are PKs. They have a pastor as a dad who was used to solving problems. And so the thought of stepping back... And giving them space and praise God for my wife who does a great job in bringing balance. But the the thought of giving them space, that's such a good word, such an encouragement. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I love this thought of delighting in your daughters. Yesterday, last night, my five-year-old decided that she wanted to put on a private concert for the family. And it was pretty All awesome right. being able to get uh, grandparents and aunts and uncles on the line and she sang about four or five songs for us, and we had a little oh. concert right there. What did she sing? Room. Oh, she sang so many of her uh, of of uh, worship songs, and so she cool. uh, has her own array of some kids' worship songs. Uh, she sang some uh, classic uh, stuff for us, and it was really fun. And then she even did some funny stuff, but it was really cool uh, being able to so enjoy that fun. moment. 
And what a great thing that y'all did in bringing in the grandparents and doing all that. And and how amazing that now we can do that. You know, 10 years ago, if we wanted to have an impromptu concert like that, we could never pull in the grandparents. And that's such a picture of how God can use technology for good in the lives of kids. Before we go to the phone lines, and again, I want to get there real quickly. What is the latest science statistically on how a parent having anxiety, diagnosed anxiety, impacts the probability of a kid having it. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. And something that's so important to talk about. If you as a parent have anxiety, your kids are seven times more likely to deal with it themselves. Mm. And so I really, I mean, I think across the board, Chris, one of the best gifts we can give kids of any age, boys or girls, as adults who love them is to deal with our own stuff. Yes. Because when we don't, it's going to bleed over and anxiety is definitely a part of that. So one of the keys to raising a confident, brave daughter is to make sure that I'm dealing with my issues. And so if I'm struggling with anxiety, maybe the greatest gift I can give to her is to make sure I'm prioritizing my mental and emotional health, maybe seeing a counselor, making sure that I'm reading and putting in the right measures to, to protect myself, having my own boundaries with technology and making sure that I am uh, navigating, uh, managing myself well. So great advice from Sissy Goff. Let's go to Jennifer, who's listening in Detroit. Hey, Jennifer, thank you for calling. Love taking calls from my hometown. Appreciate you, Jennifer. What's your question for Sissy? Hi. Yeah, and I do apologize that it's not your hometown. This is Cleveland, Ohio. Uh oh, they um, put Detroit, Michigan in. <laughs> oh man. That's okay. All right, big shout out to <laughs> Cleveland. Far away, right? Big shout out to Cleveland. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I have a, a granddaughter who's thirteen years old and she's biracial and, you know, just absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Uh, the thing is, is that, you know, I don't know how to support her um, and what she's going through. You know, she comes up to visit her Nana, um, who looks like her mom, by the way, uh, <laughs> like, you know, every summer. And she's now dealing with all of this body consciousness. She has, you know, large breasts that, you know, for a 13-year-old. And she doesn't know how to navigate, you know, and she's very embarrassed and very shy to the point where she asked my son, her dad for a binder and he thought it was for school but she's saying she wants to bind her breast down because she's just so embarrassed of it at this age and um you know i'm not with her on a daily basis but i don't know you know how to encourage her at this point and you know now that she's so embarrassed now and now she's turning into an introvert where she was always very talkative very outspoken you know, now she's just quiet in her room. She doesn't really do much. She always just draws. And, you know, let, let me say this. If I, if, I, if I could just jump in for a moment and just say before Sissy responds, Jennifer, I just want to say how blessed she is to have you as a grandma. The fact that you care for her so deeply, that you love her, evidenced by this call, uh, I'm just really encouraged by that. And one of the things that we're going to do to maybe help you help her is we're going to get, send you a complimentary copy of Sissy's book, Brave. And uh, this can be a book that you just gift to her that will help her tremendously. So after Sissy responds, please stay on the line so our producer can get this into your hands. Sissy? 
Well, Chris, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, thank you for sending her a book. But Jennifer, she's so lucky to have you as a Nana. I love that. And I love, like you said, that you care enough that you'd want to call about her and that you're thinking about these things. That does immense good in her life, that you believe in her that much and that you want to encourage her. So let me start off by saying that, first of all. I'm so glad she has you. Grandmothers are so important. And, and secondly, I would say... You know, there is a phenomenon that happens for girls, all girls. I mean, every girl I have ever encountered in all these years of counseling. And really, the, this phenomenon happens for boys, too. I think it's a little bit different. But but it was given the term back way back in the 70s by a psychologist. It's called an imaginary audience. Mm. And that all adolescents hit a point where they think everyone is watching them and they are embarrassed all the time. And, and the hard thing is, you know, we felt that when we were growing up and people weren't watching us and now they are watching on social media, which I think has only expounded that for kids. But for her, it is so normal to feel like everyone's noticing everything about me. And so I don't like those things about me, especially the things that make them take notice. And so I'm going to do whatever I can to change that. And I think... I mean, I think I would, number one, talk through that with her. I heard somebody talk on a radio program, and did you know this was a thing? Everybody your age feels that. And I will always say to girls, so basically nobody's thinking about you because they all have this going on, which means they're thinking about themselves just as much as you are. So they don't have time or space to think about you that much. So I think that can be helpful. I mean, I'm, I remember a girl, too, in light of that, saying to me, in those years, it was like I faded. And that's what you're watching happen with her, where she's withdrawing. Yeah. And so, again, helping her understand that. And this book talks about that. But I think that can take away a lot of the power of what she's feeling for her. And then I think even just you as a person understanding her. I mean, I think to ask every girl, you know, what's it like to be your age right now? I can't even imagine. Well, I'm yeah. cheering you on and keep communicating those kind of things. Jennifer, you're a blessing. We're going to continue to pray for you. Stay on the line. We'll get you a copy of Brave, a teen girl's guide to beating worry and anxiety. could be an awesome, life-changing gift for you to give to your daughter or granddaughter or the teen girl that you want to see be brave. Don't go anywhere. You can find out more at equipradio.org. Don't forget, social media is available to you right now. Equip Radio, Facebook and Twitter. We'll be right back. As the year comes to a close here at Equip, we've seen so many lives change through our daily communication of the gospel. Help us to expand our reach by giving a year-end gift. Now, I know that some of you can afford to give gifts of $100 or $500 or even $1,000, and we thank you for your partnership. Really, any amount will help us in our mission to promote the gospel. Together, we can reach the world. Make a difference with a year-end gift today by calling 888-644-4144 or go to EquipRadio.org. Hey there, friends. Chris Brooks here. You know, you may have recently heard me promoting our next program or even asking you to become a monthly partner, folks that we call equippers. But today I want to invite you to join something infinitely more important. Would you consider joining the family of God? You know, it may be possible that you've been listening to us talk about the Bible and the Christian life, but you've never really met Jesus personally. He longs to welcome you into his family and have a close relationship with you. You can surrender your life to him, accept his forgiveness and 
start your journey with Jesus right now. I'd love to help you to take that first step. All you have to do is simply call 888-NEED-HIM. That's 888-NEED-HIM. You're listening to a pre-recorded Encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Welcome back to Equipped with Chris Brooks. So grateful for your partnership. Those of you who have prayerfully come alongside of the program, you guys are awesome. Those of you who support us financially, just know that it's because of God's grace and your generosity that we are here every day. So thank you to Joella from Delray Beach, Florida. Your partnership is so important. Thank you to Ringo Berto. Uh, from Brookville, Illinois. Thank you to Irene, Rochester Hills, Michigan. First time giver, so grateful for you. And Marsha from Chattanooga, Tennessee. All of you are awesome. If you have been blessed by our resources and uh, our guests, please support the program. Your most generous gift makes all the difference. The phone number to call is 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144 or go to our website, equipradio.org. As for today, the book we're looking at is Brave. Uh, it's a teen's girl, teen girl's guide rather to beating worry and anxiety. Uh, Sissy Goff has written it and uh, she's one of America's leading experts in understanding uh, the identity issues uh, for teen girls. And I'm grateful to have her today. Uh, Sissy, we have talked a lot about social media, um, but let's go a little bit deeper into it. What do you want parents to know or teen girls to know about how to have a healthy relationship with social media? Well, I mean, obviously we all talk so much about how social media is the highlight reel. But another thing I say to girls a lot of times is that loneliness doesn't show up on social media. And so, you know, I think having a good understanding of that and even for parents as you are letting your kids get on those platforms for the first time that they that you really talk through those things. I think we just need to have, so often we give them very hesitantly, we give them different types of technology and and are panicked inside, but we don't have the conversations about where this could go wrong and even having them connect the dots. I think that's so important is saying to your child, okay, we're ready to let you get started on Instagram. We're not doing Snapchat yet, but we're gonna start with Instagram. And I want to know, what do you feel like the concerns are that you have about Instagram? Where do you think this might get hard for you? And what are you going to do when it does? That we're just using technology to have an open dialogue would be one of the most important things. And I think the other is that we think about how do we kind of have that training wheels approach to technology where we start small and then let the rope out gradually as they prove themselves responsible with it. Because We've got to teach them to be responsible with technology at home before they go off so that they can make mistakes when we're there to support them. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And it seems to me like you're saying delay as long as you can engaging in that world, but keep the conversation going. I think uh, like the sex talk, so often uh, we were taught that that was a one-time birds and bees conversation when in reality it's a lifelong conversation. Uh, right. And in uh, and, and the technology talk, 
in our generation is a lifelong conversation. You're going to have to come back to it again and again and again. And I think thinking of it that way as an ongoing conversation is good. And, and, and again, it's a conversation like you keep alluding to, not a dictation. So it's not simply yes, saying that's a this great is way what's going to gonna happen. I love in your book, uh, I'm looking at page 48 in your book, you asked a question, what would you add to the list of how technology increases anxiety? So you're asking the teen to really think critically about how anxiety, how uh, technology is impacting their anxiety. And so I love that you're bringing them into some self-management, which I think is, is yeah. great. Let's go to David, who's listening in Fort Myers, Florida. Hey, David, thank you so much for listening. What's your question for Sissy? Yes, thank you. Um, I have uh, an 11 year old daughter. She's uh, you know finished fifth grade, going into sixth grade. Um, her mother and I are divorced four years, and overall, I think she's she's thriving, but she still still um, you know has bouts of of crying that she can't explain to me exactly you know what the cause is. Um, and um, I was wondering you know which book would would be the appropriate for her um, age group. You said she's going into sixth? Yes. Is that what you said? You know, I think she's kind of right on the line. It would probably depend on if you would say she's more emotionally mature or not. I mean, I think if not, I might lean towards Braver, Stronger, Smarter. Brave doesn't really get into things that are edgy so much as – I think just, I don't know that she would relate as well. I might even start with Braver, Stronger, Smarter. And it's more of a workbook where it has things she can draw. And it has, both of them talk about the importance of feelings charts. And I would really recommend, David, that you get one of those and that you have it at your house. We have them on our website, RaisingBoysAndGirls.com. Because so often, especially girls who are anxious, they're really kind and conscientious and they try really hard. And and they have big feelings. All girls have big feelings, but they don't want to say sometimes I'm angry or I'm disappointed. And so it kind of morphs into anxiety. And so even with her crying and not understanding, I think it would be great to have a journal for her at your house and a feelings chart. And maybe, you know, at the dinner table, the two of you each pick three things you felt that day. So you're both identifying feelings together, I think that would help her a lot. But I love that you're such a conscientious dad that you're aware of that and wanting to help. Father, thank you for David. Thank you for his heart. Uh, Laura, bless his uh, precious daughter. Uh, Allow them to just have a close relationship, a special bond, and may his words uh, of affirmation have a strong impact on her life. And may uh, she know that her dad loves her but that you love her uh, even more, uh, Heavenly Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. David, stay on the line. We're going to get you a copy of Brave. It'll be great for you to have. Uh, so grateful to have Sissy here. The phone number, 877-548-3675. That's 877-548-3675. Um, when we talk about um, suicide rates going up and uh, and how that's impacting teen girls. Uh, I'm seeing it in my daughter who's uh, 14 going on 15. In her generation, I'm seeing more self-harm, more shows that are talking about suicide. It's kind of like all around. Is this a conversation that we should proactively have? And I'm asking this 
because so often the fear that I hear from parents, I've even struggled with this myself, is, well, I don't want to insert the idea into the, into her head, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it. On the other hand, I don't want to sit quietly and she's processing internally and I'm not engaging her. So when it comes to talking about suicide, what is your thoughts? Oh, I, I do think it's probably great to talk about. I certainly understand not wanting to insert something in somebody's head, but I think they're hearing about it so young. And, you know, one of the things about anxiety, Chris, that's really interesting is we could track development for kids. And basically the things that they worry about the most are kind of the scariest things they can imagine at a particular age. And so I really could almost do a, a line chart of, of what they're worrying about the most at different times. And suicide because, becomes one of those things sometimes. And it's not that the kids are suicidal. It's just, you know, we all have what are called intrusive thoughts. And so maybe I'm really mad and I think, well, I could go off this bridge. Now, or having a bad day, that does not mean I'm suicidal. It just means we have these random thoughts that pop into our head. And so if I have anxiety, then all of a sudden I might think, oh, no, does that mean I'm suicidal? Maybe I am. And I get stuck. I always tell kids it's like the one loop roller coaster at the fair. And so if they're struggling with anxiety to that degree or depression, either way, we sure want to talk about it. But I think we can do it in kind of a general manner. Like, yes. Tell me about kids at your school. Like, what are you hearing about? Do you think kids are struggling? Yeah. Are they sad? What's happening when they're sad? Have Do you ever hear about, I think you can say kids who are wanting to hurt themselves or yeah. kids yeah. who have. Sure. And then that way, it's not, are you thinking about that? It's more like, what's going on? And if your child says, yeah, I hear about it a lot, then I think at that point you could say, you know, if you ever think about something like that, I want you to talk to me. I always want to be the first person you feel like you can come to and that you know I'm safe and I'm going to take care of you because you are so important to me that we're communicating that kind of thing. And we're making sure they don't feel like we would be so hurt or disappointed that they couldn't come to us. And I That's think great. sometimes that can be a blocker for kids. That's great. Let's go real quickly before a break. Got about two minutes. Christian from West Palm Beach wanted to get you in, brother. What's your question for Sissy? Hi, Miss Sissy, and thank you for taking my call. My question is my my daughter is diagnosed with anxiety, and she's under medication. And what I want to know is, like, what can I do to help her to this process? Because yes. I'm running into a hard time that I cannot even understand it myself, you know, so I'm sure. trying to learn this new, yes. and unfortunately, we, it's, we are divorced, uh, and, you know, our relationship with her mom is, is not the greatest, but yes. it's not bad either, but I think that kind of started this, you know, yeah. this yeah. anxiety on my daughter, and I want to, you know, it's... It, I'm nervous right now. Sorry. Just, uh, yeah, no, I'm so glad you're in her corner. I mean, just the fact that you want to understand me is going to mean so much to her. And I would probably recommend you getting a copy of Brave. I'm having a lot of parents who are reading it alongside their girls, because even that you're doing that is saying to her, hey, I want to understand what's going on with you. And just asking questions. How can I help? What can I do for you? I want to support you in this. I mean, that's going to mean more than anything to know that yeah. you're in it with her. 
You know, let me just say this, Christian, we're going to get you a copy of a book, uh, the book Brave, A Teen Girl's Guide to Beating, Worrying, and Anxiety by Sissy Goff. So you stay on the line. I'm going to pray for you as well. Father, bless my brother. Bless his daughter, Lord. Heal what only you can. Lord, you know that the sickness of the heart is something that medicine and doctors cannot fix. Uh, Lord, I pray for your spirit's intervention and that you would um, just give grace and uh, an encouragement and allow uh, Christian's daughter to be brave in Jesus. May her identity be rooted and grounded in Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Sissy, this is not a show on marriage, but I will say this to every parent who's listening. We all, every one of us that have been married, that are married, know that there are tough times in marriage. It is easy at times to think, well, I'll just walk away. Please understand the deep ramifications, multi-generational ramifications. Uh, There are certainly times where uh, a marriage can be dangerous and destructive, and I don't want to be insensitive to those realities. But I also want to say that we should do everything we can to get the help and the support we need uh, to try to navigate through the tough times as much as possible because it does impact not just you, not just your spouse, but the generations to come. I pray for Christian, pray for his daughter. We're here to help and so grateful for your call, brother. Be encouraged because I believe that God is with you. Folks, we're going to take a short break. Such a gift to have Sissy Carve out this time to be with us. We're going to be back after this break. Please go to our website, equipradio.org. Again, if the program's a blessing, we would love your partnership and support. Either a one-time gift or a monthly partner. We call those good folks equippers. Dial the number 888-644-4144. It's December, and here at Equip, we want to thank you for your generous gifts throughout this year. Your donations blessed others with the truth of the gospel, and together, we're pointing people to the life-changing hope and freedom of Jesus Christ. Let's finish this year strong by continuing to support this ministry and program, or become a first-time investor in the ministry. Give us a call today at 888-644-4144, or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. So grateful for all of your calls, your interaction today. We love you guys. We want to help as many people as possible. Uh, Sissy has been so kind to carve out this time. I just highly encourage you to get a copy of the book Brave. I would recommend, as she already has, that you read through it with your daughter um, as much as there's that opportunity. So please go to our website, find out ordering information at equipradio.org as well as our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, Equip Radio. Um, Just talk about the role of faith. You know, Sissy, I grew up watching, listening, reading to the Bernstein Bears. I love Mm -hmm. the Bernstein Bears. Uh, There's so many lessons I've learned about character and morality. Just as a kid, my kids learned as well. If I had one criticism, it is the temptation to think that we can be good without God. Uh, I recognize the need for the power of the spirit at work within us. And so what role does faith play in our uh, character development as well as in our fight against worrying and anxiety? 
Wow. Well, you're right. I mean, there's just no goodness in us apart from him. And I think our, our world has become so secularized in so many ways that I think it's easy for kids to miss that. And I think sometimes that's part of the anxiety that's there too, is I don't think kids have a good sense of grace. Uh, I have a sign in my office that is, we have a little summer retreat program that I'm actually in between two sessions today, but that I'm in charge of. But, um, but the sign is from a teaching that we did at, at Hope Town, which is what it's called, that says, he doesn't ask us to try harder. He just makes us new. Mm. And I feel like that's what I want kids to hear because I think that trying harder is making them so much more anxious. It makes us more anxious. And, and I think foundationally, the, the verse that I use in the book is John sixteen thirty three about in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I've overcome the world. You know, and I think, I feel like there has been this chasm between the emotional lives of kids and their spiritual lives. Mm. And there's a lot of talk about emotional lives and mental health, but we're not weaving in faith. And I think for them to realize in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be sad at times. You're going to struggle. Yes. And there is always hope in the midst of those hard things because we're not alone in it. So good. And God redeems it too. You know, and I, I think yes. taking them back to those kind of foundational truths are so important for all of us, but kids too. Yeah, I think the anxiety often overamplifies the problem, right? And yes. I think that adult, as adults, we maybe one of the greatest gifts we can give is perspective. Just trying to help them to understand, not in an insensitive way, but understand that life is uh, a long journey, a long race. Uh, but yet I, I also have found that trying to, um, I don't want to say minimize, but trying to uh, dismiss the perspective that they have of how big something is can also be uh, destructive. Let me ask a quick question. Ro Rocio is listening, and I don't have time, Rocio from Florida, to bring you on, but I think this is a great question. We got a minute. I would love for you to respond. What do you do when your 17-year-old daughter is dealing with anxieties? You believe it's because she's in an unhealthy relationship with a boyfriend that's not good for her. How do you respond to that? Oh, as a parent, that's hard because often they're not going to hear you. I mean, I think you say it and you say it maybe once, not repetitively, because then they're just going to shut you down. But you ask a lot of questions. Tell me what, what does this relationship do for you? What concerns do you have? What concerns do you have about him specifically? What do you think about who he is? And then I think you bring other voices in to speak truth into your life. Have her youth director take her out to go get a cup of coffee. You know, have a teacher that she loves and respects that you trust, spend some time with her, facilitate some of that. So she's having other voices echoes the same truths you would want to share with her. So good. Listen, you are invited back to equip any day you want to oh, come back. I just want Chris, you to know you're that. you're so fun to talk with. I'd yeah. love to anytime. Well, I appreciate it. And we are grateful that those six weeks where you were writing turned into this book, and uh, it is blessing so many. I want to encourage everyone who's listening, pick up a copy of Brave, A Teen Girl's Guide to Beating Worrying Anxiety from Sissy Goff. Sissy, thank you for joining me. 
Thank you for having me, Chris. It's just been delightful to be with you. Have a great day. Listen, folks, I really encourage you, pray for your daughters, your teenagers. You know, it may feel hopeless at times, but we all need to embrace this calling, the opportunity we have to be the CIO in her life, the Chief Intercessory Officer. And with that said, Father, please bless our daughters. Help them to be brave in Jesus. Amen. Folks, I can't wait till we're together again next time. Until then, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.